Well, it's Wednesday the 1st of February and welcome to Afternoon Sport. Chris Classic here. I'm joined by co-host Shane Lee. Pinch it a punch for the first day of the month, Shano. <laughs> mate, what's that first month has gone that quick already and uh, yeah, we're into February, mate. Looking forward to lots of sport to talk about today. Certainly. Today on the show, we'll be talking crickets, uh, AFL. The NRL preseason gets pretty close. It's uh, heating up. Boxing, NBA and even more. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. Let's talk cricket because uh, Steve Smith has sent an ominous warning to bowlers around the world. He's back to his devastating best. I saw him in the Sixers and uh, Thunder game recently. It's fair to say he's seeing them, Shana. He is very much so, mate. He, I've never seen, uh, I don't think any sportsman sort of um, look into their own game more than he does. And he believes at the age of 33, he's back to almost his best form, which was in his eyes, 2014-15, where he scored those four consecutive hundreds. Um, including two against India, 162 not out in Adelaide and 192 in Melbourne. And he believes, it's for him, it's all about his grip, his balance and his foot position. Um, and we were taught growing up to put your foot to the ball yeah. when you hit a cover drive or a straight drive. It's He doesn't believe that. It's about where his toe points. And um, he's worked out his own method. <laughs> you can't argue with it because his form's been unbelievable, hasn't it? And I think you mentioned just off air at the start, you went out to the... The, Sixes, the yeah. Sixes, Thunders, Thunder match, and he just smashed it. It was like he was playing uh, Shane Warne's uh, Xbox game where he just kept pressing the X and he could hit it wherever he wanted. <laughs> it was his. What well, you know what the, the difference? I, I mean, oh, there's far better cricket coaches than me, but his head seems still. And, and, and his eyes yep. are, are, are just – he's picking the ball up earlier and good, good luck because he, I reckon he's cricketing's rain man. Like, and I don't mean that in disrespect to him, but his no. mathematical mind is, is superior to others. Yeah, I've said he's, he's on some sort of spectrum. Mm. I don't know where it is, but he just the way he analyses his own game and is almost savant-like. And, um, yeah, he's um, yeah, a basic cricketer and he reckons the next six months where probably if you look at – um, where the Australian career team is right now, the two big frontiers are India yeah. and then the Ashes. Yeah. So we need him at his best because if he's not, that takes a lot of runs out of that top order. We well, mentioned India and Australia made mm. the decision not to schedule a tour game there. And uh, Steve Smith says that it was the right decision giving the irrelevant pitches that the team was met on the last tour. Yeah, well, so we spoke about this briefly yesterday where Australia's decided not to go over there and play a tour match or even two tour matches because they're pretty much dished up in prior tours, almost green tops, so mm. it's a greenish wickets that don't spin, <laughs> and then you come to the first test. So they've chosen to go to North Sydney over where they can try and replicate the Indian conditions. The only problem is, <laughs> trading at North Sydney Oval, you don't get the heat, you don't no. get the smell, you don't get the crowd, you don't get the passion, you don't get the food, you don't get the humidity, and you don't get the sickness. 
um, because you get really crook in India. All this sort of stuff the players uh, will experience, particularly guys, if it's their first tours to the subcontinent, it's going to be really, really tough. And um, saying that, uh, we've got a pretty good team. I think we've got a strong leader. I think we'll do well. Yeah, I think I think we miss a little bit of the cultural uh, yeah. uh, benefits too. Uh, I, I know you loved a tour, Shane. I loved a tour. Um, look, let's be honest. I, I, I was very lucky and happy to go to India probably 30, 40 times. Um, but if I was a rugby player, mate, I would have been Italy. It would have been Argentina. You know, some better places to tour, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smith leaves the Sixers and, uh, re- well, it looks like Dan Hughes will be uh, the likely replacement. Of course, they lost to the Scorchers. They're trying to get there into the, the final, that final berth, and they meet uh, the Brisbane Heat on Thursday. Daniel Hughes is a very good player, plays for the Mossman Career Club as well. Um, a very down-to-earth well, we can't guy. can't hold that against him. Uh. No, no he's, a, he's a good man. He's a good whale. <laughs> but, uh, look, he probably started this season the best he's ever done, uh, particularly in the... Uh, the Marsh Cup, which is a 50-over domestic competition. He's got a number of hundreds, and we're even talking about him potentially making his debut for Australia in the ODIs. Um, but unfortunately, when the Big Bash came around, he had to make way for the Perth Scorchers recruit, um, Kirk Patterson, um, in the middle order. And then Smith came back, as we were just talked about then, and then scored 346 runs with two back-to-back centuries in the T20. So he made his way for, for, for Daniel Hughes as well. But he gets his chance, mate, because we're in a sort of a, a knockout, sudden-death prelim versus the Heat. So he'll come back. Long time between runs for him, but hopefully he can um, use some of that experience now and, and perform well. Well, the AFL, uh, well, this is a really interesting one. They've sort of been rocked a little bit by a, a book that's out at the moment. Uh, and uh, they haven't? entirely shut the door on handing out another 27 premierships. Uh, can you explain this one, Shane? Yeah, so this is the Geelong current president, Colin Carter, um, and is set to, I suppose, um, talk about and, and restructure how the uh, the VFA and the VFL and the, now the AFL um, has been structured over the years. That it, He's written a book called The Forgotten Years, and he wants to incorporate records from an additional 27 years of the VFA before the establishment of the breakaway VFL in 1897. So he's talking about a period from 1870 to 1896. And there were 27 premierships in that time. Now, that will mean, just, just shortly, that will mean if we, if we include those numbers, Carlton, who are at the top of the overall premierships, will go from 16 to 22. Essendon will go from 16 also on the top to 20. They won't be happy about that. Geelong will go from 10 to 17. That's why he wants to incorporate these records. Um, the Pies go from 15 to 16. The big jump um, will be Sydney and slash South Melbourne. They go from 5 to 10. So, yeah, a, lo- a lot of big inclusions there. But uh, will they incorporate? I think they should if the records are there. Um, a lot of the same teams. So I, I don't see why they shouldn't. No, if it's if it's aligned with the yeah. uh, the, the VFL, then, then it's, it's a really interesting one. But uh, and I'm sure the the interstates, the other state teams, though, might uh, mm. go. Oh, we'll quit. we can never catch them. So maybe they'll have some resistance there. They never gave Dennis Lee the um, those extra wickets for. Uh, they did it for the no. Super Test series. So maybe it won't happen. I don't think Dennis cares. He's just no, he he's just cool and living life well. <laughs> um, the play, this is a really interesting one with the, the GWS Giants. Uh, it says, on the shoulders of the Giants inside the return of the Orange Tsunami. They've done a bit of a doco uh, behind the scenes and they've gone into some of the tactics of their new coach, Adam Kingsley. Uh, look, 
as a, a communications expert, I was really interested to see some of his tactics and see how they land with his new squad. Yeah, it looks good. And to the point where I'm actually going to interview in the next in the coming week um, on lunch with Lee, the CEO of the awesome. Giants, Dave Matthews, yeah. um, and, and superstar and leader Stephen Cluglio, um, which would be really exciting. But I, I think all teams... GWS have had the opportunity. I thought they missed their chance to win the premiership a number of years yeah. ago. But I think this year, beware of them. I think under the new coaches you mentioned, Adam Kingsley, I think with his attention to detail, they are going to be a, be a tough team to um, to beat this year. They've recruited well. And he's just doing little things like asking the guys so they can get to know each other really well. Bring yeah, in, like take this. your turns, bring, bring in three things that you love. Mm. Well, what would you bring in, mate? What would I bring in? Uh, I would bring in my Sunderland shirt because uh, they're the greatest <laughs> footballing team and they're on the resurrection. Um, what would I bring else? I don't know, mate. You've, uh, I, I would bring in – I can't bring in my wife. I win brownie points there, don't I? Yeah. You can't bring in three wives? Uh, I'll, bring in, I'll, I'll bring in my seven iron. I'll bring in my seven iron that yep. I, that I uh, three weeks ago, hold out from about 150 out. Yep. So so that's that's what I'd bring. Well, if, if I was going to be honest, if I was going to be nice, I'd say I'd bring in my three kids. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. Be it's honest, school I'd... holidays. They can go back to school. <laughs> if I was gonna, but if I was going to be honest, I'd bring in my charcoal barbecue, my TV and my guitar. Oh, I reckon. That's, that's a good life. Yeah. yeah. Then I could watch the cricket while I have a nice barbecue and then I play a bit of guitar just to relax see funny what you've just mentioned is exactly what i was going to mention in a, in a communication sense which is clarity you need to have clarity around what you're doing mm. and your key objectives and as long as the team this is a really interesting one i'll be fascinated to how c kingsley lands because we've you've all been in 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 uh teams where there's been the, the motivational talk and yep. and and words are great and and you need that energy boost but you've got to be followed up by actions and so if the if the trust is there they'll land perfectly if it's not mm. It's 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 one of those sort of awkward, sort of unauthentic moments. So yeah, I look look forward to hearing your interview too. Yeah, and just under Adam Kingsley, just little things like this. Jason Gilby um, for the Giants has replaced all of his <laughs> fluid intake. He's replaced water with milk. How? I, I don't know. He's like sloshing around like a big cow. I, I I just don't see in a hot day how you can be drinking milk yeah. and and not feeling. Off. Anyway. Look, it's all right at two a.m. in the morning when you when you're thirsty and you want something a bit more than a water. But well, if you've got some you've got some chlorine, yeah, some in it, it definitely helps. <laughs> but it won't break his any of his bones. Well, tell if he, and if he runs too hard, he'll turn into butter, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> hey, stay with us because we'll be chatting about the NRL, boxing, NBA, and more after the break. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this summer is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Back uh, with a Rugby League and new Manly coach, Anthony Seabold. He's hit out a bit and hit back at a suggestion from uh, a club legend that Tom Trebojevic should be moved on. 
Look, I was a young reporter around the grounds. Peter Peters was always rent a quote, and he's certainly given the, uh, the the scribes a bit to talk about. Well, Chris, you you are a PR man yourself, and I think Seabold is doing a nice little PR stunt here, um, hitting back. And as we know, Seabold's come from from Brisbane down to Manly, and they're pretty parochial down here. Um, and Peter Peters, as you mentioned, has spoken out, and he said that they should sell Tom Turbo Trebojevich um, because he's on $1.1 million, which is a huge chunk of their salary cap. Um, and he played 11 games last year. Uh, but Seabold, I think, wants to win over the locals, and uh, it's a pretty good way to do it. So, no, no, you, Tom is not going anywhere. Mm. He's staying here. You're off your head, Peter Peters. It's also a stake in the ground, I think. In, there's been a lot yep. of internal politics in Manly, and, and it's yep. a bit of a there's, – there's, there's, it's well, the clubs have come together, but there's still that I won't be messed around with to the fractions mm. that, uh, that are there. So it's a really interesting uh, – knowing Anthony Seabold, that wouldn't have not been thought about. He thinks about everything he says and does. That's right, yep. So – they're thinking of what's the move for the Newcastle Knights. Kalen Ponga is going to be shifted into the number six position to try and get some attack and get some more ball. Means there's a big hole at the back and it looks like it might be filled by the Sharks utility, Lachlan Miller. Yeah, 100%. This should have happened ages ago. I think if Ponga was playing for Melbourne, he can cruise at fullback there and the way they're structured, he'd score plenty of tries. But this guy, for what he's been paid and how long he's been there and, and touted as the superstar, he needs the ball in his hand and he needs to be in the halves at 5'8". And I think they've done really well with their signing, as you mentioned, getting Sharks utility Lachlan Miller, um, who's a former seven superstar uh, and Olympian, so he's got a lot of pace. Um, and last year with the yeah. with the Sharks scored three tries in seven matches yeah. um, he, at fullback, so he'll he'll do well. He looks good. He looked really yeah. good. I mean, there's no shortage of fullbacks and, and and back options at the Sharks, so he just mm. can't force his way in. But I thought he looked really really good when he got his chance. Uh, the Brisbane Broncos great Corey Parker believes he saw the club's collapse coming last season. Uh, he's weighed in too over winger Selwyn Cobo's uh, now infamous sledge of coach Kevin Walters. This is a big knife uh, in Kevy Walters' back, I think, and I think the pressure is going to mount on Walters very early in the season. We've talked about this last year on Afternoon Sport, who's going to be the first coach to go. Oh, here we go. Now, will, will he be the first coach to go? I think Kevin Walters won't, out, won't last the season this year, and I, I think we're all surprised how well Brisbane did last year. Yeah. Um, like they were in fourth spot after round 19. They fell away. But then proceeded to lose five of the last final six matches to miss the finals. And, and Parker's saying he saw it coming because they had no structure in defence. We all know they can score tries, but we also know that the NRL's won on defence. That's why teams like the Roosters and the Storm and, and teams like that have done so well over the last you know, X amount of years because they defend their line so well. Yeah, it was. It was a big year for them. Definitely uh, steps forward were made, but they did deflate like a balloon. Mm. Can he pick? It's hard to pick a squad back up when that happens. Uh, hey, Liam Wilson is ready to become Australia's next uh, boxing world champion. He has a hell of a left hook. He knocked out his last opponent. Can he go right to the top? Yeah, for a little bloke, he's got a hell of a punch. Um, and don't we do well, Aussies, in, in the it's boxing incredible. world? Incredible. Golden in the, era, really. Yeah, in, in, in the scheme of things. And so Saturday, he takes on Mexican Emmanuel Navarro. Arte and yeah. uh, for the WBO Super Featherweight uh, Champion uh, belt in Arizona, it's going to be a tough fight for him. This Mexican comes with a lot of good pedigree um, and, and apparently he's a fierce competitor, a bit of a mauler. Um, so he'll have his work cut out. But uh, as you said, he has, he's got a, he's got a knockout punch. And for the featherweight uh, competition, that's a key key component. 
I gave a compliment to my wife earlier, so I might uh, get away with the bet on the eight dollars. I like that. I like that. Well, there you go. Eight dollar outsider with the Australian bookies. It's that's uh, uh, look, looks juicy. Well, if you, if G- you, gamble if, responsibly. If she, if she, if you get it wrong, she might give you the left hook. I reckon. That <laughs> 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 will test the evasive skills. Uh, when the undermanned Brooklyn Nets needed someone to step up against the LA Lakers. Uh, Paddy Mills, of course, answered the call, and jeez, uh, his epic response to uh, some trade talk—he just lets it. All his talking be done on the court. Is he a superstar, Paddy yeah, Mills? He's a um, legend of a bloke, and um, yeah, he, he came in the net side, and then was sort of—he's gone off rotation off the bench, so he hasn't been in favour, even though he started no. the season well um, last year. But then gets his chance to come back on due to injuries, and, and it's like he hasn't missed a beat. He gets twenty-one points, um, four three-pointers in twenty-six minutes, and. And was really, really dominant and um, and looked good. But look, he's going to be traded. There's no doubt about that. So where he will end up, we don't know yet. Well, there's a bit of talk he might be coming home, come to the NBL. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That'd be great. And he would do so well there and he'd embrace the fans and he'd he'd, he'd be a huge plus for them if he does. So that's, uh, yeah, well done, Paddy Mills. Uh, keep on keeping on. Hey, that's about all for us, uh, Shano. This is Afternoon yeah. Sport for today. Make sure you hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. We're only a phone call away. Now tune in to Afternoon Sport tomorrow for your daily dose of sport. Good chatting, Chris. See you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like the Building Resilience Podcast. Noel Allnup, the CEO of Securo, explores the minds of world-class performers in order to deconstruct their life tools and ethos that can help us create growth and optimise business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon Sport.